All right. Well, welcome to uh, our little family meeting. It's good to see some people here tonight. And uh, just in case, this is Pastor Chad. I'm Pastor Brent. That's Pastor Terry, and that's Pastor David. We don't we don't get to be together all in one place very much anymore. So this is kind of nice. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pray. <laughs> Father, we're thankful uh, for tonight. We're thankful that we can all gather together, uh, that we can fellowship, that we can catch up with one another on just the events of the week uh, as we head into the weekend and, and think about our weekend services coming up. Uh, and so we would just pray for tonight uh, that as we're just talking about uh, just a lot of real practical things and, and ministry things going on in the church, uh, that we would just be reminded of your faithfulness uh, to us uh, in the things that you allow to happen here. And so just pray that you'd uh, bless our time tonight, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so the kind of planned format for tonight is we are going to uh, give you a couple of, of updates uh, as far as this stuff goes, and then we're going to have some of the people that actually are in charge of different ministries or participating in, in ministries give you an update, uh, a brief update. I want to make sure I stress that. So if you've been asked to say something tonight or you're planning to, try to keep it, you know, a minute or two, and what we're looking for is you know, what, what's got, what's got up to in your ministry? What are some of the cool things that are happening? And then, um, how can we support and pray for you as a church? That's what we're looking for from you guys. And then, um, and then if there's any questions you have about any specific ministry, you can ask right then at the very end, we'll also give you an opportunity to ask any questions that we may not have covered tonight. So does that all make sense. All right, then off we go. Uh, the first thing on our list is, uh, uh, the, the pastoral, element update we call it so just to let you guys know uh, we still like each other we still get along well uh, we're we're super happy to be partnered yeah <laughs> we're super happy to be partnered together it, it's just going good we've got a good solid team and a good vibe between us which is nice uh you guys want to say anything about any of that no i wouldn't dare <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about this next this next thing quite a bit already, but uh, just to remind you guys, we are doing something different right now because of the two locations where we're going to be rotating around. And the strategy behind that is uh, everybody will get to know their shepherds, and all the shepherds will get to know the sheep. Uh, we found that, uh, and a lot of you guys are already getting it. We saw a really cool post go out on Facebook this week of somebody saying, it's so good to be able to hear from each different person, and, and they're, they're enjoying it and getting a benefit from it. So um, I don't think... There's much more to say about that than we've already said, but but that's what's happening. And because of that, we need you guys desperately to, to help us with something, and that is um, we've always kind of expected the whole congregation to to be our helpers when it comes to being welcomers and greeters and uh, people that keep track of you know the people that are supposed to be around you that may not be around you, and we're going to need that more than ever right now because uh, the way it's working is if if we bounce between locations and we're not here to see who's here and who's not here, it's going to be really harder. So we have a small net between the four of us, but as a church, we have a really big net. And so we would ask you guys to take that responsibility um, to, to look around and see who's missing. It's great if uh, if you see somebody missing that you reach out to them and, and say, hey, where are you at and what's going on? Uh, if, if you don't want to do that, at least let us know so that we can do it. It's it's best if lots of people do it. I don't know if you've ever left a church and nobody noticed, but it's kind of a crummy feeling. So the more that are doing it, the better. Um, on Sunday mornings, you know, I know at both locations, there's people that are out there. We, we haven't assigned anybody to this task. There's just people out there welcoming and greeting. And the same thing happens. If you see somebody new on a Sunday morning, 
guess whose job it is to make sure they feel welcomed. And, you know, even if you do like we do sometimes and say, oh, are you new here? And people will say, no, I've been here for six months or since the start. It's okay. Uh, It's better than ignoring them. Uh, It'll be a little awkward for a minute, but uh, we would just ask you guys to please uh, help us with that because we're going to need it. So. (laughs) Thanks. Okay, and then the last thing I want to just, uh, in regards to the pastors, um, want to just, uh, we want to reinforce the fact that we are available. Uh, I know that there's that perception sometimes that we're we're bouncing around, we're moving around, we're busy, we're doing things. We're never too busy for the sheep. We're never too busy for you. Um, and and I, I hope you guys know that. A lot of you call us regularly, email us regularly. We, we need that. We love that. It's okay to do. So don't feel like because, you know, you think we're busy that we're not there for you. We want to. That's our job. That's, you know, our privilege. We love to do that. So if you ever need us, talk to us. Ask us. Don't, you know, don't feel bad about that. Um, and we also have a bunch of deacons, too, that are more than happy to help out with a lot of things that are that are going on. I don't think all the deacons are here tonight, but um, are, if you're a deacon, could you stand up real quick so everybody knows you're a deacon? Okay, so that is Danny Hans right there. Maybe you can raise your hand. That is Gary Hardenberg. That is Andrew Walls. That's Tammy Smith. Rich Smith is upstairs. Uh, Cy and Diane Smith are suffering in Mexico right now, uh, which is good. Um, Who are we missing? We have two new deacons that are about ready to come on uh, in Lapine, and that is Mike McCarter, if you could just right there, and, and Mr. Tony Andrade right there. Uh, These two are already doing the work of deacons uh, wonderfully, and we're basically just acknowledging it publicly. So it's not official, official yet, but it's it's pretty much official. (laughs) We haven't laid hands on them yet, but I think uh, Sunday or or, uh, it may happen. So uh, these guys, uh, guys and gals, are all here to serve you with with needs that um, you know they're a huge help to us. They, They do a lot, and and they're very happy to serve you. So take advantage of them as well. Doing great. <laughs> Lapine update. Uh, Lapine update. Okay. Um, things are going great in Lapine. We're we're happy to be on board and and part of the door, and it's super exciting. Um, probably the most exciting thing. Uh, you know, when when we first got this off the ground, we were thinking of kind of the roughly thirty people that we had, and and maybe about twenty or so people from here that would you know kind of shift down there, uh, and thinking like if we had fifty people show up right out of the gate, that would be pretty cool. Um, and I think our first service we had over eighty, didn't we? Eighty some odd people our first service, and uh, one of the things that we prayed about is this that that we wouldn't get just a bunch of people coming from other churches wanting to check out the new thing, but uh, that we would reach the people that are unchurched and uh, people that have been dechurched, that kind of have walked away because of past hurts or whatever. Um, and much to our surprise, God gave us what we asked for. Um, funny how that works. You know, we prayed for it, God did it, and then we're kind of surprised that it happened. But it's cool uh, that that seems to be, for the most part, kind of the crowd that's showing up, and it's just super uh, exciting. And so we're we're consistently, you know, running in, in the 70s. We're not necessarily taking head counts every week, but just our numbers have been pretty consistent and so uh, a couple of months or a few months in now and, and it's cool um finances i'm we're going to bore you with details of finances but um you know we were thinking that it might take a while for this thing to kind of carry itself and pretty much right out of the gate um you know just the giving has been such that you know all the obligations are being met uh, and we're able to to pay bills and pay rent and those kinds of things 
Um, so we have a building down there that, that we previously had as Calvary Chapel that we, uh, before we started having this conversation, we signed a five-year lease on, so we're committed to that for a while. Uh, so our warming shelter operates out of there, and we have some things going on midweek. Uh, but Sunday services, because the building would only seat about 50, uh, we had uh, moved our services over to uh, the rec center. Uh, and that's been working out great. And our arrangement with the rec center is not necessarily that we're writing a check every month for rent, uh, but we kind of have what rent would be. Uh, and our arrangement is that we're making upgrades to the facilities and doing things that will benefit the rec center and the community uh, in lieu of rent. So as an example, we, we just bought one of those big kind of industrial type coffee makers uh, that not only we can use on Sundays, but every community event that happens in there can use it. And so we're doing things like that in lieu of rent. And it's a really good arrangement. Uh, for us, and so that's working out pretty well. Um, the mobile setup from week to week, uh, nobody seems to be tired of it yet. Uh, maybe Mike. Mike's usually the first one there in the mornings with the trailer, but uh, uh, that seems to be going well, and we, we set up and we clean up pretty quickly, and I think we have a good system down, and people just seem excited to show up. Um, I have to, like, I laugh at, at Jim sometimes. Are you in here, Jim? Um, Jim, like, if he's not able to, like, if you have to go to, one day you had to go to Portland, but you showed up anyway to come set up chairs before you hit the road. <laughs> And that's how excited people are to, to show up and set up. And like, I just thought that was really cool. So, um, you know, the, the momentum, I think, is good. Um, and we just had our first wedding. Maybe some of you heard about that just a few weeks ago. Ivan and Sarah, I'm not sure if they're here tonight. I don't see them. But uh, our first wedding is the door at Lapine. So that was real neat and exciting, too. Um, David, do you want to add anything to what's been going on down in Lapine? The, the food's been good. Food, the garlic bread. I think that's why people come is for the garlic bread. That, that's how we know when the preaching needs to wrap up is when we start getting the waft of garlic bread uh, coming our way. So, so anyway, uh, all in all, it's going, going real well. And uh, just again, just we're happy to be part of things. Just like when we started this church, they do lunch every week and people stay and hang out and fellowship. It's pretty cool. So, and it is set up pretty much the same way. We're purposefully trying to make both locations almost identical in practice and in equipment and everything we're doing so that if anybody does have to go between locations to help, it, there's no real learning curve, which is kind of smart. And, and I don't, you know, I don't know if we really did that, uh, you know, on purpose. On purpose. We, but I think somewhat it's working out pretty good. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. Any questions about anything we've talked about so far, but about leadership, um, about uh, Lapine? I think Rich is recording it, so if we can get you mic'd, that would be helpful. Or I can repeat your question. There's one coming. Dave Schaefer told me to ask a hard question, so I'm going to. Um, one is, when it was just the three of you, we had some idea of how, what the tiebreaker probably looked like. So with four of you now, is there a tiebreaker in place? Yeah. <laughs> David said the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, the, the way that the meetings work, honestly, is, is we don't, we don't necessarily like vote. Uh, we, we, um, we talk the thing through, uh, we pray about it and, and we, you know, come to a conclusion based on, uh, on what, where the group is. So, uh, we haven't actually had a time where we left a meeting and we're at odds with each other, uh, to the point where we couldn't, you know, move forward. So it, it, we don't really, we've never really needed to figure out a tiebreaker. If it happens, we'll let you know. But that's one of the beautiful things is I know um, there's times when I'll come in with a very definite idea of what needs to be done, um, and then we'll talk it through, and, and I'll get the collective wisdom from the group and realize, okay, no, that's better a better plan. And so that's kind of we look for that kind of a consensus and let the Spirit lead us and guide us. So any questions about Lapine or anything else there? Uh, can you elucidate the pastoral rotation? Does that mean... One 
of you is here one Sunday, one the next Sunday, one the next Sunday, one the next Sunday. Is that what you mean? Or is a predominance or concentration by, say, one or two guys? Because I'm thinking of a constant rotation like that has some drawbacks in terms of connecting with the congregation. All we have to do is look up the word elucidate. <laughs> yeah. So right now the way the way that it's going to kind of look is we'll, we'll we'll always have two pastors at both locations is the goal. There may be a time when uh, you know my dad's 80th birthday is coming up in February and I think I'm going to try to go to Coeur d'Alene. So um, so you're yeah, as a matter of fact you're preaching in Lapine for me, which is great. Um, but, but we're going to try to always have two pastors, um, at each location, although it'll be different the way it's going to work as far as the teaching rotation to try to go through the same book would have almost been impossible. So we're going to have, you'll see two weeks of acts, two weeks of Galatians until that breaks down, which at some point it may, but that's kind of the plan right now. So it'll be the same in both locations. Um, Chad preached last week, Galatians, and then in two weeks, he'll preach it here. But it'll still, for both locations, it's two weeks in Acts, two weeks in Galatians, like that. Um, it is going to be tricky, and if we if we find that it needs to be adjusted, and, and the Lord shows us that, we're not, you know, locked into this model. But we found that uh, if we're going to be elders over both locations, we need to kind of get to know people in both locations um, and be available in both locations to some extent. So... If it's not working, then it may be that we assign a pastor to a campus, and they never leave that campus. Uh, but for now, we're going to try this model and see how it goes. And and the nice thing about it is I know uh, you guys have already seen the benefit of, you know, you guys have gotten to hear Chad here. Uh, you know, David's been gone for a long time. It's nice when he comes back. Uh, hopefully, like I said, they like it when Terry and I go down there as well. Uh, but if it's not working, we'll, we'll adjust. So does that? Well, there... Yeah, there was, uh, there was, there was uh, actually John. Um, that this was a kind of a designed-in thing. We just don't know if it's going to work. But the the thinking was is that um, all of us have probably experienced uh, um, churches where they gravitate towards a personality or a pastor or something like that. And uh, this is the deliberate dodge of that. And we don't know how we have to tweak it if it, like Brent says, if there needs to be a, a predominantly, you know, a pastor down there. But what we wanted to do is wanted to try to avoid is try to avoid, um, you know, a church built on, on somebody's personality. And so that was that's kind of a designed in thing. It's not just a, oh, it happened. And but we we thought that we just don't know how that'll work yet. And the joke remains the same. It just changed a little bit. Between the four of us, we make one decent pastor. Uh, so we do believe that uh, David has strengths and he has a voice that the three of us don't have. And, and that's true of each one of us. And we don't really want that missing in any location. So so if there's a way for us to make this work, we think it's going to be better. There's not any other questions about any of that. You can always do it later as well. Then uh, the first item on the list is the Sunday school uh, ministry and the nursery ministry update and Diane's not here. So that means Paula, would you like to say anything about what's going on? And, uh, they're going to get you a mic just cause we are recording it in case somebody wanted to hear it that wasn't here. So thanks. Yeah. Um, it's going very well, but again, we always need help. So we're always looking for volunteers because we don't ever want anyone to get burned out. So that is our goal to have Teachers teach one once every four to six weeks, 
And in order to reach that goal, we need more volunteers. And that goes for nursery, Sunday school, and the older Sunday school also. And we've had Debbie on board now doing our scheduling. And so that is really nice. So it's very easy. You don't have to find your own subs. We'll do that for you. So we're just trying to make it as easy as possible for all of the teachers that come on board to make it a, a joyful thing. So that's there, there is a curriculum that is available. Uh, we background check all of our Sunday school and nursery workers, and then there's a curriculum that can, you can use. So you don't have to, you know, study out a lesson for the week. It's it's pretty. Uh, pretty easy to use in in Lapine right now. They have just nursery only, and I, I don't know what age group they're going up to. Oh, Lindy can say something. Do you want to say something, Lindy? Yes, she does. Look at her. <laughs> Lindy is in charge of nursery in Lapine, so I'm not going to stand up. I wasn't prepared for this. Um, things in Lapine have been going good. We could always use more volunteers. Um, it's We're trying to have everyone in it there at least once a month, but sometimes people get sick or go on vacation. We're currently just doing nursery um, as the need rises, and hopefully volunteers will step up if we eventually want to do Sunday school, but for the need be in the time, we're just doing nursery. Good job. So the, the kids, by the way, uh, three to six meet downstairs, and then seven to we say 12, it's really supposed to be 7 to 10, but we just wanted to make it available for 11 and 12-year-olds that didn't want to stay in the service. The curriculum is really designed for 7 to 10-year-olds, um, but we are okay with it being, you know, a couple older kids going up there too. But that's that's kind of the breakdown. And then, of course, nursery is anything under three. So, John? I always like to know how many kids are in the Sunday school, and is it fairly stable or growing, and, you know, what what's going on with the numbers? It varies a lot from Sunday to Sunday because our, the nature of being in Sun River, you have people on vacation, you have more people in the summer, people are on vacation. Um, we, I'd say we definitely have kids every week in the um, three to seven-year-olds. Probably uh, average would be four to five, and in the upper class, it's probably an average of six or eight, six to eight. But it's it's a good consistency. You you the teachers are able to get to know the kids because the kids come consistently, other than vacation and tourists and that kind of thing. All right, good stuff. Any other questions about either of those two things, Sunday school and nursery? And Lapine um, is usually some weeks we have we have no uh, children in the nursery because that is just nursery. Uh, some weeks what we've had maybe maybe three kids three to four um so it's just it's pretty pretty small so. dave you can make your way over towards the brandons now because we're going to talk about youth ministry update uh john and darla have been doing the uh uh sixth to eighth graders officially but but that's also been widened out where we don't usually lock it down too much if there's a fifth grader that really needs to be in there we we kind of make it work so um, they can tell you a little bit about what's been going on all right fair enough um, so youth has been going good. Uh, we really enjoy it. Um, we kind of, uh, yeah, like pastor just said, uh, you know, we kind of, it was supposed to be six to eight, but then there was a couple, you know, fifth graders that were pretty astute and we were like, okay, you know, then they invited their fourth grader friends and then there's a couple of high schoolers that snake in there. And we just told the high schoolers like, you know, realistically, we just want you to come along those kids and, and just, you know, love on them and, 
and uh, you know, be be uh, good examples, you know. So it's going well. We had uh, I think 29 people in there on Wednesday, which is which is awesome. Um, it can be a little overwhelming. Um, so we definitely have been looking for people who want to be discipled or want to help out or have a heart for youth in general. Um, middle school youth is can be very challenging, uh, but it also can be very fruitful, you know, realistically, you know, when those, some of those kids come up and they just knock you on your feet and they say stuff, you're just like, wow, that's, that's, that's coming from God. Like, so, um, we also have decided to take uh, any of the kids that want to go to a camp called Camp Tadmore, which is like a really awesome Christian camp. Um, 17 kids have signed up, which is the tune of like $6,800. So we're just stepping out in faith in that aspect. And I'm, I'm a big proponent that if, uh, you know, have have that out there and that and basically, you know, have that out so big that if God's not in it, it's going to fail and we're OK with failing, too. You know, like so. But we, we're just trusting that people step up. You know, families are also going to help out in some aspect, but uh, we're just thankful for it. And um, we definitely need prayer. I mean, that's that is for sure. Number one, you know, a lot of these kids come in rough. I've been meeting with one kid. And uh, he just, you know, just goes through it, and he just is just a bad situation. Father's in prison, mom's a drug addict, you know, and and we just loving on loving on him, meet him with early. We we kind of hang out and play some pool and just talk, and so ministry's been been good. But we also um, we also understand that we are limited in both time and energy, and you know all that sort of stuff. So we are looking for you know those helps uh, both with prayer. Uh, discipleship and uh, those and those other things with Tadmore. So um, that's basically it. Unless somebody has any questions. Um, well, if you are a little crazy in the head and, and want to help with that, because I think you need to be a little crazy to work with middle school kids in a good way. Uh, talk to us or talk to them, but maybe you could say something about the meals each week too. Um, yeah. In general, we, uh, we have people who just step up and like my wife's very good at Facebook. I'm very awful at it. And um she just put up this this thing and the kids will uh, a list of people who want to come help out and bring food. Um, the the Rayleighs kind of started bringing food and then it just kind of I think it's a good thing to do too. And those kids come from football practice and soccer practice and. Um. So one of the things we didn't really realize because we were going to kind of stop doing the food thing. Um. A lot of the kids are coming right from school, going to the library, and then coming here. So they were extremely hungry. Um, so it was just something we had to keep going. Luckily, we really haven't had any issues maintaining it. People have just been volunteering and stepping up and it's been provided for. So it's been pretty good. Do you have to be a gourmet chef for these children? No. Uh, the last two weeks we've got, uh, Costco lasagna brought and it was good both times. So, <laughs> so like they'll yeah. eat hamburger helper. They don't care yeah. that much. So if you can, if you can help out with meals, uh, you know, 30 kids, that's a crazy amount of kids that are coming right now. Uh, they need a lot of help. So pray if you can help with meals. We'd love that. And if you are interested, you know, in working with youth, we'd like to know about that, too. So uh, Facebook is where you can sign up to bring meals. There's a if you get on uh, the door, Lapine, if you're not part of the Facebook pages, I was going to talk about that later. But there's a public page that anybody can like and, and see stuff on. And then there's two private pages. One's Lapine, one's 3R. And uh, if you're not, if you want to get connected with those, we can do that. It, it just, there's a lot of information, prayer requests, things like that on the private pages. And, and we like to keep them just people that go to the church. If you, if we have sometimes every once in a while, somebody will uh, like 
try to get one of their friends in or their aunt from Florida or something like that into our group. If they don't go to church here, we, we don't really let them in. So if you've wondered why we didn't approve it, it's we want people that are in the church that know each other so that we can share things that are private without feeling weird about it. So that's anyway, we can talk more about that question. So my name's Kirk and this is my bride, Diane, and we're from Lapine and we're also new to central Oregon. Um, when does your youth group meet? Um, and, um, how does somebody know where to bring your food or have food delivered or whatever? Uh, so our youth group structure right now, we meet here at six o'clock and from six to six 30, they have dinner, um, and then just fellowship time. And then from six 30 to seven is our lesson and, uh, prayer time. And then from seven to seven 30, we usually play some type of game. The best way to contact me is probably through Facebook because I work all day. Um, so that's just the easiest for me to pop on real quick and message. I try to put up a post every month or two on just a schedule of days and people have just commented and signed up for the days that they can do. I could do text message too, but um, then it gets kind of back and forth between John and I. So Facebook's the best. Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday. Wednesday, 6 to 7.30. All right. I'm going to keep moving and you can ask questions if you need to. But um, Jordan, oh, you, you moved, man. Uh, Jordan and Marcy have been working with the young adults group and uh, they meet on Sunday nights at 630 ish. And Jordan will tell you what God's been doing there. Yeah. Welcome home, by the Is way. Is it still going on? I've been gone for a month. I don't know if we just shut it down. But uh, all right, good. Um. Yeah, Sunday nights we have the young adult group. It's a great group of young men and women. Um, we gather together, talk about life, always open up our Bibles, talk about some scripture. And uh, usually David or I will come with like a text we want to discuss, but we'll always ask him like, what have you guys been reading in your Bibles this week? And oftentimes we'll open up to just some text someone has a question about or someone has a thought about or something, and we'll end up spending like an hour and a half just talking about that and kind of push back, you know, what our agenda, so to speak, was for that week. Um, it's it's a very consistent group. I'd say like 80, 75%, 80% are the same every single week. Um, it's probably about, I don't usually count, but 20, 25 people come every week. Um, it's awesome. You know, it's a privilege. It's kind of highlighted my week, personally. And, uh, yeah, something to pray about. Um, one of the cool things that's kind of come in the last couple of months is um, David and I have been working on raising up some of the young men to lead the group uh, on Sunday nights. And so we ask them to kind of come with a text and come talk to one of us or sometimes both of us um, and sit down and kind of prepare them to lead the group. That's something we're, we're passionate about is raising up um, young men to be leaders, not just in that group, but hopefully someday in their homes and in the church and uh, really wherever they go. So that's that's been kind of an awesome thing. So pray for the young men and also the young women, um, that they would be scholars of Scripture. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Any questions? Yeah? Kirk? Sorry, I'm not trying to be a pest. So th this is mainly more for Randy. Has anybody set up any kind of worship for these youth groups? Is anybody going in and leading a couple of songs for them before you start your your uh, ministry there and get the kids used to singing and worshiping the Lord um, along with your prayer and, and the word. 
Uh, that's not currently going on. We, we talk about We'd actually love for some of the young people to start a band or something. It would be cool, too. Um, it's a discussion item, but right now, worship songs aren't really an element of Sunday nights. I don't think they're a part of either group right now, but um, but yeah, it's it's definitely something that could... Yeah, we're open to it. Okay, we can... We we can talk more because yeah it's that's another nice component to it so mm-hmm. any other questions for Mr. Jordan uh, the next item on the list is uh, men's and women's ministries and uh, Diane is not here to talk about the um, actually why am I saying Diane I'm in the wrong list altogether you are here Nancy's here so Nancy Jerry and or Paula or whoever wants to talk about the women's Bible study. You guys can draw straws and see. Nancy's going to do it. All right. So Tuesday mornings we meet here from 10 to 11.30 for a ladies' Bible study. We've been having probably 15 to 30 maybe. Um, usually we do uh, study a book of the Bible. We've used these InterVarsity Press guides frequently. We did a video series last year. We're in our third year of doing this format where we have small discussion groups. Um, We have a discussion leader at each table, and there's three or four tables usually. We have really good fellowship. It's really a nice uh, time together. And we um, right now, actually, Diane Mertens has written a study that we're doing in 1 Corinthians. So that's been been really exciting, too, uh, and it's going very well, I would say. All right. And then Peggy does the one for the Lapine group. This year we're doing something really different. Um, we've always studied either a book of the Bible or we read a book together. But I, I pray for about a year ahead of time what we're, what we're going to do the next year. And I really felt the Lord leading me in a different direction this year. And he gave me a scripture. It's, for, it's Corinthians 3.16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts toward God. And so this year what we're doing is I'm encouraging ladies as they have their quiet times during the week, I give everybody a journal, to come prepared to share each week something, a scripture, something they're reading, something. Now, they don't always do that, but but we've had great discussions, and people have come and shared. And um, we've gotten some really good discussions out of that book, Reaching the Unreached. Oh, my gosh. That's an incredible book. And... Um, so it's been really neat. It's kind of been a little scary because I really have to trust the Holy Spirit, which is hard to do. <laughs> and it's like, are you going to come through with me for me this week? And he's come through every week. And some weeks, like today, I have Bible studies Friday from, from um, 10 to 12. And there's days where, you know, the ladies get there. We have a little chit-chat in the beginning, and we do have some worship, which is a totally new thing. And, and sometimes the Holy Spirit says to me, no, don't do what you planned. And we just go a completely different direction, and it's like, it's amazing. So it's been a real growing experience for me, and um, just a valuable thing. The ladies are getting to know each other, and we're sharing our lives and, and what the Lord's doing. It's been exciting. That's cool. You can hand it to the handsome fellow sitting next to you oh. there. He can talk about, uh, I've never called you handsome before, Tony, but <laughs> you're a strike. You're a striking fellow. Yeah. It's the hair. Men, men's ministry in Lapine? Uh we currently have a Tuesday morning men's prayer. Uh, I'll be starting a Friday morning men's group, and it will be more than just prayer time. It will actually be a study. And so we're considering, you know, doing that. Um, 
That's good. Uh, I think we're going to move over towards Gary. So any questions for any of the people that have talked so far? Well, I'm giving Vanna White you know, time to get over to. Listening, right? <laughs> Never been called that before. <laughs> I can say that uh, Thursday mornings, by the way, here at the church at uh, at this location at 8 o'clock, uh, Cy has been faithfully plugging away at doing a men's study. It goes about an hour so about 8 to 9, you're probably 9.05 if we're being honest, or sometimes 9.10. But if you need to leave at 9, you can. We'll let you. And it's just a great time. About 12 to 15 guys seem to show up here every week, and, and we're going through Second Corinthians right now. So if you can make it here Thursday mornings, we'd love to have you. Go get so, yeah, that is one of uh, three activities. The first one is on Tuesdays at 10. We have a men's prayer group, uh, same time as a women's Bible study. So some of you men out there, if your wives are coming, come on over and, and pray with us. Um, he, as Brent mentioned we have the 8 to 9, and it's pretty close to 9 when we start getting out of here. And what kind of, what surprised me when I first started going to that five years ago was I came from a church about this size. Um, and we, if we had two or three people on, a, on our Bible study and a, on a 8 o'clock in the morning, we'd be lucky right down in San Diego. And then one time I was attending one for a year and a half with four churches, and we had about 10 people. So when I walked in here with a dozen men, I'm thinking, Wow, this must be a big day. Well, it's just, it's always a dozen. It's, it's 10 to 15. I think we had 18 one, one Thursday this month. So uh, it's vibrant. And as everyone knows, uh, Christian men need Christian men. You just, we just do. And you know what I mean by that. So the other item is uh, once a month we get together and we have been inviting, um, it's called Third Thursday, and it is on the third Thursday. <laughs> so um, I have people all the time ask me, when is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, this last time we invited um, all the Lapine folks, and we now have a list, thanks to Chad, of all the Lapine folks, men, and all the um, Three Rivers men, and so you'll be getting an email from us. Uh, it's 6 o'clock, usually 6 to 8. We feed you at 6 o'clock, and we've been doing something a little different this time, and this is out for anyone. Anyone who's interested in maybe um, giving a sermon sometime or learning how to do a sermon, how to put together a sermon, we're having uh, guys who want to do that kind of give a mini sermon to the rest of the group on Thursday nights. And it's been very enlightening to all of us. I mean, we all learned a lot with that. So um, 10 o'clock on Tuesday, 8 o'clock on Thursday, and then third Thursday, 6 to 8. Very good. We used to try to uh, discover new teachers on Sunday mornings, and we would throw these guys in here, and, and it didn't always go well, if you can imagine that. So Thursday night provides a little bit of a safer environment uh, where we can start to discover uh, and develop you know, more teachers, which is cool. Any questions for that? Or do you guys want to say? All right, I'm going to keep rolling. Uh, community groups. Right now we have um, six different community groups going. Uh, there's one in Bend that Paul Clark is leading. There are three here in Three Rivers. Uh, are you leading one? No, no. Tim. Tim. Okay. Tim I don't know what to call that one. It used to be the Schaefer group, then it was the Hickman group, then I have it in as the James group, but Tim Mertens is leading it. So you figure that one out, but it's all the same group. Uh, they meet uh, on... Actually, Ben meets on Monday nights, uh, probably around 6.30 in Ben, oddly enough. Uh, you guys meet on Tuesday nights at 6.30, and that's over off Blue Eagle Road. Uh, the other one is at uh, Todd McKillop's house. I saw Todd. There he is. Oh, you're in your right spot even. Look at that. That is uh, also Tuesday nights at 6.30. That's River Meadows area. 6 o'clock? Oh, sorry, 6 o'clock. They have to be a little different. <laughs> she, she wants to get to bed early. That's good. Uh, Cy and Diane Smith are part of that group, and, helps, and Cy helps lead that as well. Uh, then there is the uh, Hardenburg group that meets on Wednesday nights at 630. That's in OWW2. 
So those are kind of the ones here. And then there's two Lapine groups, one that meets at the McCarters on Wednesday, Tuesday night. Oh, Wednesday? I might have that wrong on – check out the webpage and tell me if I've got that wrong. I think I might. And then the other one is at uh, Tony and Peggy's house, and that one just changed to Wednesdays, Wednesdays at noon. So you were the one that was Tuesday. Wednesdays at noon. I boxed you about that. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, forever hold your peace. That's how we tie break right there. We send each other messages, and if you don't get a response, you just do it. <laughs> if you're not part of a community group, we would encourage you guys. That's really, um, you know, when you think about what happens on Sunday mornings, it's great. We love what happens here on Sunday mornings, to gather together corporately, hear God's word preached, and and be able to, to spend time together worshiping God is great. But there's something about those weekly groups where you get together and begin to do life together and, and uh, kind of see more what takes place in Acts 2, uh, that's where that's where the money is. So not really the money, but that's where the, you know what I mean? There's no, you're not going to get paid if you go. Yeah. Yeah. Rewards in heaven. Go to, go to a community group. If you want to know about them, talk to one of us. We'll tell you how you can get plugged in. Uh, redemption group update. That's you, Doug. All right. Well, um, we meet Wednesday night. We meet uh, where all the, Round tables are back here, uh, 6.30 to, we're, I'm making it 6.30 to 8.15 because uh, we've, we've kind of consistently had more people. We've got about 10 to 15, which it's, uh, it's grown a bit. Um, recently, we've had some uh, women consistently showing up. So usually it's been all guys, and if a woman shows up, she's the only one. She doesn't want to come back anymore. So we got two that stuck with it, and then last week we had uh, four. So that was pretty cool. Um, the group's going really well. Um, it's been a real blessing. Uh, we have we have a real span of people that, like last week, we had somebody that showed up for the first time, you know, and um, we had another guy that has been really struggling with alcoholism and and you know relapsed and uh, you know some real struggles with people, other people don't know the Lord and they're coming. I got people that come that are invited that come to AA on a regular basis and various things. So it's kind of a mix. Um, we have coffee and snacks and stuff in our meeting formats, kind of like, um, first half an hour, we check in and, and read some stuff and, and introduce ourselves and say why we're there. And then the format of the meeting is, um, people volunteered to chair. So each week we have a different person that leads by basically they're the person reading off the list and asking people to 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 do stuff and then they pick the topic for the night and it's um it's been it's been good we got some long-term sobriety there um and we've got people all all places in between so um i don't know that's yeah it's, it's just been good so if you go over two minutes the kids will start to cry and that's how <laughs> that's how just kidding those are my grandkids, so I can, I can, uh, I can do that. No. Just, just kidding, Doug. Uh, any questions about the redemption ministry? We're hoping that if the Lord provides and we we're able to to possibly also add something down in Lapine on a different night than the other ones are going on because there's just a great need for that as well. Um, that might be future. So, yeah. By the way, by the way, we're thinking about doing that, Doug. Yeah, actually, I talked to Chad. It sounds like I, I, a good I, I, idea. Music update. It's going to be Randy up here. Well, it's been a ride. Uh, <clears throat> for a while, I was the only one, and uh, now we have three leading at Lapine, which is great, and uh, 
and we've got three starting here in Three Rivers. Um, Lord's doing some great work in it, and um, we're going to try and get more people involved as much as possible. And uh, I just think it's a uh, it's fun seeing what the Lord's doing in it. So stay tuned. It's been a work in progress for us, and and we want to um, we want to you know basically the buck stops here. Uh, some of the things that that haven't gone well in regards to the the music ministry have been you know our fault, and we're working on trying to change a lot of that stuff right now. So uh, we recently had a meeting where we ate a little crow and and humbled ourselves and asked people to forgive us for the way we've handled some things. And if you were not at that meeting and are deserve you know owed an apology, uh, count yourself apologize too, and and and. Uh, we know that it's it's been harder than we thought it would be in regards to that ministry, but we're starting to see some really good things happen right now. And uh, in the last couple of Sundays, you know, I haven't been at the other location, but, it, you know, we're starting to see some of the things that take shape and, and move the direction we're wanting to go. And Lapine's growing and we've got um, people stepping up and helping. And it's, you know, God's God's doing something here. So keep praying for that ministry. Um, if you want, you know, if you have questions about it or you want to, you know, talk to us about, you know, some of those things come and do it and we'll try to fill you in. But if you have any questions now, we'll answer those also. I, I just want to say that the, uh, I just want to say that the, the additions that have gone on the last few Sundays have been really, really good. We've really appreciated it. Uh, the, the new people, extra people singing, uh, Diane on the keyboard, uh, Paul on the bass, those things. Uh, we, we just come away every Sunday going out. That, that was that was better and better and better every Sunday. So thank you. Thank you. I've been singing extra loud, too. I don't know if you've heard, but, yeah. but thank you. I did think I heard some cat screaming during that. Um, I had a question about you or about basically uh, music ministry. We had been kind of thinking for a while, and I'm not a talented musician at all, nor should I ever be. But I've always thought that youth should be involved in, like, the training and the process of what worship is, how to do it, you know, because a lot of times it's something that is, it's very skilled, obviously, and it's something that's, that that um, is also um, very needed. And so our thought has always thought, and my daughter is very into music and stuff like that. There's a lot of kids in the youth group that play instruments and things like that. So if anybody has like uh, an aptitude to, to teach kids, you know, the heart of worship or things about worship, um, whoever, you know, we, obviously you talked about it a little bit, but it would be something that would be very interesting to, to just see that flower and grow, um, if it was something that happened. So just a thought. Do you want to say something, Randy? Uh, you know, I'm going to, we, oh, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, ultimately our goal is to work ourselves out of, of a position. You know, we need to train up, uh, the youth and, and do that. Um, we have no plan. As of yet, it's just been a <laughs> trying to get stuff going for for the main thing. But yes, I would definitely like to see something down the road where uh, where we can start involving the youth and and like uh, I forgot who said it earlier, but you know, you'd like to see a, a youth team, you know, even even put together. That would be uh, an ultimate goal down the road. Yeah, if you've been at the door any length of time, you know, at the old building, uh, we used to have, uh, how old was your granddaughter when she was leading? 14, 13? I mean, she was young, and she was actually one of the kids that was leading 
you know, the singing. And so uh, we are, we would love to see if there's kids that know how to play an instrument, if they're, if they're singers and, and we can get them involved with their part of the church and they should be. So it doesn't even have to be just the youth doing a thing, even though that could be really cool. We can integrate them as well. Okay. Oh, no, Lindy looked like she was going to say something. She's right behind you, but I didn't know. I wanted to agree with Dave. Um, the last few Sundays have been really good with having different people up and playing music and stuff. It's been really good. Have you guys thought about having a, a more of a full-time uh, worship, uh, praise and worship leader? Is there any uh, talk about that for full, for full-time? Paid so, position made. so Randy is actually our worship coordinator is his title and he, he's, um, he's part-time, not full-time. Okay. Um, but as far as like, a um, no, I don't think we'll ever have like a full-time worship, uh, like churches have a worship pastor. I don't think we would probably, um, subscribe to that. A pastor that can help with worship like pastor Jordan did. Yes. But, uh, but, uh, somebody who's a designated as a worship pastor, we probably wouldn't do, but, but the coordinating position that Randy's doing right now, his job is basically to, um, do all the scheduling, start to develop more, 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 uh, teams, which he's starting to do right now. Um, and so kind of yes, and kind of okay. no. <laughs> okay. All right. The brown bag ministry is the next one on the list. Um, Diane's not here, but Ga Gary is, and can probably, probably speak to it just as well. So. She did. Actually, I'm glad she's not here because I can brag on her a little bit without her being embarrassed. She is amazing. She has taken these brown bags. The brown bag is, for the people who don't know, it's a food distribution arm here in Central Oregon for the Oregon Food Bank and Neighbor Impact. Simple as that. And uh, we meet, uh, we distribute food here every third Monday. We'll talk about this one first. Um, and she has got that running like clockwork. She has a group of volunteers. Many of you are in here. It's just it just runs. It's perfect. Um, some of the outcome of this is that, um, I mean, we have seen we have seen people in tears of gratitude as they're leaving here. I remember one time when we had the Walmart room, and one lady was just, she was frantic, and she went in there. She had all those supplies needed for her kids. They just moved here. She had no supplies. Schools had just started, and she had nothing. And she walked out with armfuls of stuff. So, And we had people leaving here with food that they are just in tears over. And I had one lady pull me aside, ask for prayer because her son had just committed suicide. I had one other lady that pulled me aside one other time that her daughter was in, in, in great need and wanted prayer for her too. So it's, it is an outreach. And I saw two weeks ago a couple sitting over here that always comes to the brown bag. And I've never seen them in the, in the building any other time, but they were here for church that morning. So it is an outreach that is working uh, in a lot of ways. And also feeding, feeding people is what we're all about. Now, we've also taken on the uh, Lapine one. Lapine one now is the fourth Friday. Uh, his first one was in November. And Diane, I tell you, she took it left and right. I mean, we do it this way. We do it that way. We've always done this. We've always and, and she's just like, she's just calm and 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 just awesome she's awesome and she's got that one rolling i missed the last one on um, last month but the next one's coming up on the fourth and i know that she's she's just rolling and she's rolling with it and there's a lot of people from the pine um, that are helping out as well which is really really working arm in arm in that it was done by a secular organization before which is some of the challenges a little bit of the challenges that we had right but but that's okay right that's all about reaching out to the workers as well as reaching out to those that are in need of food 
Did you hear that? At the last time in December, we had over 100 people show up for food, feeding over 200. What they mean by that, there's physically 100 people there who came and got food, and they have to write down how many people they're getting food for. So over 200 they were feeding with that food. So it's, uh, it's an amazing outreach and a great opportunity for, for what we're here for. I'll add to that for Lapine that uh, up until through October, like Gary said, there was another group that was running the distribution. They were doing it out of our building, and so we were hosting it, but we weren't the ones running it. Uh, and it just got to be too much for them, and they had announced that they were going to discontinue the brown bag. And Diane jumped in and said, hey, we'll we'll take care of it. And so people in Lapine were super stoked to hear that it was going to continue. Uh, obviously, you know, there's a huge need there. And so just I'll brag on Diane a little bit, too, that she kind of jumped in and saved the day and uh, made it happen. Um, also, would just mention real briefly, too, that uh, for those that might not be aware, uh, we operate a warming center this time of year out of our building down in Lapine. And so there's uh, definitely opportunities to help out and volunteer with that. Uh, you can bring a meal, uh, but we desperately need people to come and just stay the night and be awake during the night and, and monitor things. It's usually pretty anticlimactic and kind of boring, uh, although we did have to call 911 this week because a guy was having a medical issue. Uh, and we discovered somebody living in the crawl space underneath the church that has been there probably for several months now. So uh, it's been a pretty exciting week. It's not always that way, but so, so I can't promise you that those things are going to happen when you're there. Um, but it is a, a needed ministry, and we do need help. So uh, you can catch up with me later if that's something you want to help with. Don't you just love the door? <laughs> I mean, the, st- the stories that we have over the years, you know, that he'd actually, like, Tied into the electricity and was had had like had a setup down there, yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, you're going to be open for the whole month of February is the goal, so that means they're going to need a lot of volunteers to come and help. And it's an overnight shift, and there's a lot of gospel opportunities too. So, you know, it's practical, but it's also an opportunity to talk to somebody that may need to hear about who Jesus is and what He's done. And so, if you're interested in helping with that and can help, talk to Chad about that one. You guys still doing good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Still awake down there? <laughs> uh, I know. Next, no, they're 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 doing good. Moral support. Okay, kitchen ministries. So Tanya is not here right now. Tanya kind of heads that up. Um, she's a deacon, even though she won't accept the title, but. We all know. Uh, she's on vacation with, with her daughter, Abby, right now. But the kitchen ministry functions every Sunday. There, I don't know if there's somebody here that, that takes part in it that would can say something about what's going on and what might be needed. But if not, I just know they prepare coffee every every morning. They prepare communion when we have it. And uh, and they make sure that the, the donuts and pastries and stuff are put out. And I know they could probably always use some help. So if you're interested in that, uh, talk to one of us or talk to Tanya, and she'll get you hooked up. By the way, I'm going to mention it now while I'm thinking about it, because because Tanya and Abby are gone, um, and and we had somebody sign, it kind of um, was going to clean the building while they were gone, and that kind of fell through because of a an emergency that came up. So we don't have anybody this week that's going to do that. Um, there's not a lot that needs to be done, but if people want to stick around tonight, empty a couple of garbages, or come in tomorrow at some point just to tidy things up for Sunday, if it doesn't happen. It's not the end of the world. We'll we'll still meet. But if somebody's willing to do that, um, see one of us afterwards, and it you know probably wouldn't take much time to and clean up around yourselves when you leave. Tonight. Oh, good point. Yeah, don't leave your uh, if the, even if you see a communion cup from Sunday or uh, whatever, grab that and throw it away too. That'd be a big help. But okay.
Sun River Food Distribution was the other thing that was going on for a while, and it's kind of slowed down. I think what was happening is they were doing these big banquets during the summer, and they would have leftover food. Uh, the people would come here, freeze it, and then we would give it away, and it's just kind of slowed down right now. It may pick up again, but for now, it's just kind of uh, uneventful. There's some bags of squash, frozen squash. If you're if you'd like to take a bag of that home with you tonight, I can hook you up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that would be like, but there's there's several big bags of frozen squash, and there's uh, some rice in there right now too. But it, it's all it was frozen. The date on it is somewhat old because it's been in the freezer, but it was frozen right away. So don't let the date scare you. Yeah. And then the meals ministry that's been going on. Oh, Tony. I just want to get a plug for Cece uh, and Celeste. They're both taking over the kitchen in Lapine and doing a marvelous job. And Matt. So thank you. Uh, for the work that is being done there. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, Dion with the meals ministry. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. There's cookies. If you need to get up and grab a cookie, nobody will notice. When we were the Calvary Chapel, we used to call ourselves the uh, uh, Calorie Chapel. And uh, so it doesn't work anymore with the door. But anyway, um, I digress. Um, Meals ministries going great. Jane is my partner, my sparkly partner over there, and um, it's been amazing. I just sat down today, wanted to figure out, in the last year, um, we've served between 94 and 100 meals to families, and um, a big part of that was Heather and Robin Davis, and um, Robin's since gone home to be with the Lord. Um, it started out really with Natalie um, when there was a a need there, and um, I didn't really see that there was um, a real push on on meal ministry, so I felt the heart to do that, and so Jane and I have been working together on that, and so that's been really neat. Um, and then when we became two churches, uh, we talked to the pastors, and it kind of made sense because um, we still have Lapine people that need meals, and then we have Sun River people that need meals and sometimes they go to opposite churches and so what we're doing is we're combining we kind of have one meal ministry and but two different people leading it linda torres is kind of my contact person there and i'm helping her and then um but basically um and it works out good because sometimes um if someone needs a meal down here and they go to um, lapine then we can work that out and so um so that's been really that's been really neat. I've been teaching um, Linda Torres how to use the um, Take Them a Meal uh, website that I use, and so that's been really cool. Um, and um, I just basically need your help with telling me if you hear of somebody having surgery or a baby or something in the church or a you know illness and they need they need help. Um, let me know because sometimes the pastors don't always know. I don't always know, and so I need you guys to kind of be my eyes and ears to let me know. And so we can meet that need and um, that we always, you know, welcome more people to to be a part of it. So thanks. That's great. Uh, this is probably not the right time to do it, but it's on my mind. So I'm going to take advantage of it. There's a new couple that moved here from Florida thinking they had a job lined up. Uh, the husband's name is Toby and the wife's name is Felicia. And they've got three kids. When, when they got here, the job 
we had been offered to, I guess, like 11 people, and, and he didn't get it. So when you move your whole family from Florida expecting to have income and you don't have it, uh, it it's kind of troublesome. So the people plowing our snow uh, or the snow for us this found out about them and told us, and we were able to give them a cash gift, which is not going to fill the hole, but it helped. And then they came here on, on Sunday as well uh, a couple weeks ago, and, and then their car broke down and they had to get that fixed. But it's a family that probably could we could really reach out and love right now and help. So um, if anybody, you know, if we want to get him some meals, we can get in contact with him. I know uh, Rebecca Walls and, and Mary Stewart have talked to her some about the, they homeschool too, and there's been some connections made there. But this is a family that's just really trying. The guy's working two part-time jobs and working at Domino's part-time. Just so they, they, he's willing to work his tail off, um, but until he gets a steady job, and he's got he's a good good profession. He's a surgical technician, so once he gets you know the job, he'll be okay. But um, and and the cool thing was too the snowplow people just so you know what they said they wanted to learn more about our church because that when we helped them so they started listening to the sermons online so now they're they're uh, hearing God's word and and talking about possibly coming to church here too so it's amazing how God works. All right, that was all bonus material. <laughs> uh, the fifties plus seniors group, John, Marvin and Cece actually should be speaking, but I'll sub for them. The bad news is you got to be 50-plus to come to this group. The good news is that looking at this group, 80% of you qualify. <laughs> so we only meet uh, once a month in user-friendly daylight hours on Saturday from 1130 to 1.30. Potluck, we have a theme each time that we meet and uh, fellowship around the Lord and this particular topic, like uh, last month, was introducing our church's uh, missionaries, the ones that we support from this church. And this mo uh, next month, it'll be Senior Issues with Dave Lewis speaking. So I encourage you to come out. Interestingly enough, we have people from CBC, from Lapine, and from this congregation. So... Pray that we could connect well with each other, and it would be a vehicle used by the Lord to really support and encourage each other. All right. No questions. I'm going to keep rolling. I'm looking for hands. We're doing good. Yes, Paul. He's right behind you. This isn't a question. This is a plug for it. Uh, we do a lot of laughing for that hour and a half or two hours. It is a lot of fun. And John's lessons are always thought-provoking. They are not trite. Uh, they always make me think. And if you know John's teaching method, it's very engaging. So, you know, yeah, we're a stuffy bunch of people, but we, we, have, we, have a, we have a pretty good time there. Just an encouragement. I'm old enough to go to the group now, so it's okay with me. Yeah. Well, I've been old enough for a while. <laughs> yeah. no, that, wasn't, that wasn't like a, yeah. Uh, moving right along. Uh, the building, uh, you know, still a work in progress, as you can see, uh, but uh, everything's kind of coming along well. We've, we've got um, a couple of reminders about the building. One is uh, we want to be missional with the usage of our building, which means if there's people out there that, that can use it, community groups or nonprofits that we can let use it for free, we want to do that. So we let uh, the STARS group, the theater group, uh, kids drama club, um, the fire department came in here and had a meeting this month um, and had a great time. They, they went on and on about how 
you know, how much they enjoyed the fact that we would let them use this for free and, and it worked out really well for them and how nice everybody was they dealt with and stuff. So we want to continue to do that. But with the, the more usage between this building and also the one down in Lapine, uh, if you want to do something, schedule it. Make sure that we, we know that, you know, don't schedule something without talking to us because it gets a little tricky to keep the calendar moving in the right direction with all this stuff going on. So, um, but a lot of cool things happening there. Um, I'm going to let Danny give you a quick update on we've been uh, trying to get new bathrooms in. That's kind of been our priority, and we've run into a couple of obstacles. First things first, Joy, awesome cookies. <laughs> give her a hand, guys. <clears throat> so just wanted to give you a quick update on the building. As uh, When we purchased the building, there was like five or six different little businesses in here. When they do that, you know, you get – compartmentized uh, little areas. So um, gone through, try to clean up those, make it, you know, one building for our needs. And in doing that, we've come across some situations, some things that we need to fix. And so we have, uh, we're going to hire an engineering company to come in and just say, oh, you need to do this and do that. Everything's safe and good. So once we do that, then we we can pull permits to do the bathrooms. So that's on the agenda, and we're working through that, and just want people know to know that uh, I know there were some people asking, well, we got to get some of the finish work done and some of the baseboard in upstairs. Well, <clears throat> we're not quite sure exactly what we're going to have to do, so we want to really just sort of back up a little bit and, and do it in the right order so we don't tear things out and have to redo it. Does that make sense? And, um, you know, the bathrooms will be first, and budget, however the budget allows, you know, we'll look at different items to add to the church and make it more presentable. Well, so. it, the, it, it, the, we may have to do other things before the bathrooms, like there's a possibility yeah. of a fire escape, a set of stairs out the upper window that'll have to go there. Mm-hmm. So that may, before they'll issue us permits, we may have a couple things to do, but yeah. the bathrooms are our priority. In case you don't know, there's uh, two doors in the community room uh, that are going to be the future second men's and ladies' room. Uh, there's there's water close by. There's drains in the floor. There's a lot of good things that like make it make sense, yeah. but... Um, until we can get permits. Yeah, so we're, we're not stuck. really giving you a date on the bathrooms, but <laughs> they are on the top of the priority list. So, And then um, Brent uh, on security. So we're just, uh, we are looking at security. We actually have got uh, some people working already, just doing some monitoring, and we're going to be putting a plan together, uh, official plan that will be approved by the uh, pastors, and uh, we'll have um, weekly security just to be prudent, you know, with God has given us this building and people in this building, we want to be responsible for that. So uh, it'll be low key, but it'll be definitely a plan that um, make everybody, well, should make everybody feel comfortable. So, yeah, that's something we've, we've kind of, um, you know, the good news is God has provided wonderfully for us for a long time. And we come and the doors are open sometimes and there's, you know, the building <laughs> just kind of crazy. We have people living under our buildings and, and yet uh, he, he's always taken care of us and, and kept us safe. But in light of some of the things that go on in, in the world today, um, we want to have just a basic plan in place to know if something were to happen, even if somebody were to have a you know cardiac arrest or something, what would we do? What would the plan be? And so, so Danny is going to help, and it, it sounds like Mr. Mike McCarter is also willing to step up, and and he's got a lot of um, uh, good experience with some things that'll that'll be good to form a team. And so, if it's something you're interested in help with, talk to one of us as well. Uh, but we just want to have some common sense. But it's not going to be crazy. You're not going to see people walking around, you know, with like you know 
talking to each other with suits on or, black you know, ops. black ops, nothing, nothing too crazy. But we don't want, you know, the gunfight at the OK Corral going on either. If, if something were to happen in here, just, you know, people start just shooting over chairs at each other. <laughs> that, that could be interesting. So, all right. Any questions about the building? Oh, yes, Janet. Uh, Danny's right. Can you hand that to Janet? Are you talking people security or assist an alarm system or what are you what no, are you talking people security just on sunday mornings um we want to make sure all the doors are locked we have a lot of doors in this building we've got kids in nursery we just want people that are kind of paying attention so we've got you know people can stand in the hallway watch the sermon from the tv and still kind of keep track of what's going on we just don't want somebody to run in you know but yeah as far as um this is a little bit well i, I don't even need to go here but i'm going to anyway uh we talked about security cameras we talked about some of those things um, at some point, if somebody walks in here that's, that's a, that, that needs to meet Christ, and the first thing they see is a camera staring at them, it says something to them. We're watching you, and we don't trust you, and we don't really even want you in our building. It could say that to somebody, and we just don't, we just don't want that. So the more we talked and prayed about it as a team, um, even though it's common sense, it, it's, it's smart, um, we have to trust, trust God with this and make sure that um, – so you may not agree with that, but I hope you'll trust us in it. Uh, to us, it just we want to make sure everybody can come in here and hear the gospel, and uh, and so minimal security, but you know common sense kind of is the, is the goal. First aid uh, will be part of that security, yes. Yeah, some basic, uh, you know, uh, first aid kind of stuff, yes. Okay. Any other questions about the building stuff? I'm going to move on to finances next. Then uh, we had a good year. Uh, like Chad already said, Lapine's already standing on its own too, which is fantastic. Uh, we did have to put out, you know, there's quite a bit of output to get, you know, to try to set up a mobile church with, with all that in, is involved in that. That that took a bit, but that's all, all you know, rolling around great. And uh, we had a, um, a good year through the CARE Fund, and this is only the 3R because I don't have the numbers for Lapine, but um, we put out um, just under $18,000 uh, for the CARE Fund this year and just over $23,000 for the Missions Fund this year. So that's about $41,000 for a little tiny church that went towards benevolence and missions, which is pretty cool. And it's all because you guys you know, give faithfully and, and take care of our needs. This year, um, both David and I are now full-time. That's a new thing, and that's all working. Uh, we were able to increase Chad's salary some because he was working, um, you know, not a whole lot. And so we're, we're, we're able to... He's worth a lot, but he wasn't making a lot for what he does. I don't know how that, I don't even know what I just said, but yeah. Play that back for me, Rich. Uh, I'm going to, you know, Norm, Chad is one of these guys that I don't know how he does all the stuff he does, honestly. Uh, he is involved in a ton of things, and the guy just works his tail off with a smile on his face. I don't think I've ever heard him complain or whine, which you can't say about the guy sitting next to him. Uh, but, uh, you know, we just wanted to, to continue to help him with that and his family. So uh, the cool thing is they got a house right down here too, which is really neat. And uh, they're they're putting down roots here, which we're we're really thrilled about. But finances are good. We don't talk a lot about it on Sunday mornings. And again, that's a missional thing. We don't pass the plate. We put boxes on the walls. We trust that God's going to move you to fill them. And and somehow it always works out. We've never really talked about it a whole lot on Sunday mornings. And God has always been faithful to to make sure we have everything we need. And this year, once again. We've had everything we needed. So any questions about any of that? Oh, by the way, the statements uh, should have all gone out. And so I think if you haven't gotten your statement, you're going to want to talk to Era or Tammy. Uh, if you gave in both locations, you might have gotten two statements from each place, and that's okay. So just make sure you, you know, 
look for both of those if that's the case. And it, we, we do put out quarterly reports. Uh, Andrew takes care of that for us, and Eric takes care of that for Lapine. If you want to see the quarterly reports, talk to one of them, and they'll put you on a distribution list, and it'll just get emailed to you so you can kind of see. Uh, we want to be open as far as all that stuff goes. So if you ever want to see those numbers, they're available. Um, and if you, yeah, just talk to one of them, and they'll get you. Uh, just one thing about the statements. There are a few addresses that we don't have. So if you're expecting a statement and you don't have one, um, you know, talk to Eric. I don't know if Tammy has it, but I know we have some in Lapine that we just don't have addresses for. I, for one, I've spoken to Danny about this. All these renovations that we're going to have to do to the building strikes me that comes as a figure over and above what is a normal budget for the for the building. I, I would appreciate you know knowing what that figure would be. That's a that's a fair point. Um, if we do have, um. You know, we kind of think of this like a family. If something comes up out of the ordinary for the family, we need to let you guys know that, hey, we have to build a giant staircase. You know, it's going to be costly, and this is what it's going to cost, so that you do have an opportunity to step up and help the family if you can. And so, yeah, when that time comes, we'll let you guys know. Um, and the bathrooms, and there's other things that are going to come up too. Some of the stuff like the floor, you know, you look down, it's it's gross. It's not it's not real appealing, but it does tell people when they come in here what's important to us, and 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 that's that's okay. God always he's he's meeting our needs. Yeah, I just want to say that um, um, I don't want to let this time pass without uh, noting that um, there was a huge land use issue with the door that could have put a bullet in the whole thing. And it just so happens that this was a federal case that's being tried and gone through the courts, and we are getting a pass on this in the meantime. And so, and, and it's really something that could have just really killed everything. But God is where we, it was actually through an attorney that we met on another venture, and this guy's just been picked up and, and, and been doing the work for us and never sending us a bill. So God is looking out for us. About this, I mean, he's behind all this. Yeah, an attorney. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> an attorney who didn't bill us. Is that not a miracle? If you're an attorney, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'll get it. Uh, I just am in awe of, you know, the way the Lord always just takes care of it. When a need pops up, you, you start to think, what are we going to do? You know, how's this going to work? And he always amazes us. He always takes care of us. He always just blows us away. And, and I love that. So even I remember when we were debating about having a coffee house or not, we're like, should we do this or not? And literally that day a pastor walks out. We just finished a meeting with him. He walks out in the parking lot and goes, guys, I have a commercial espresso machine sitting in my garage. Would that be a help to you guys at all? And it's like, yeah, that would be a help to us right now. So it's just stuff like that happens over and over and over again. So thank you, Lord. And thank you guys for being faithful to give. You know, it's just amazing. I'm always amazed at a little church like this and what, what comes in and, and how it all, you know, works. So thank you. Um, oh, yep, Pat. I just want to mention that um, the body here is something that cannot be replaced. Most of you know we had a fire in May. And on our behalf, the church raised $3,000 to give to the people that lost their home. So we haven't, if you haven't heard us say thank you before, thank you. And praise God. It was pretty neat to be able to go into that. Uh, he worked over at Mike's Tire at the time, and we were able to go in there and, 
and let them know that as a church we'd we'd done this, you know, because we loved you guys and and we were concerned about what they were going through and and his draw kind of job, you know, dropped uh, to see what you know that that was pretty cool. So uh, we've only got a couple items left in case you're wondering. So it's, it's it's getting there. Yeah, you don't have to clap or anything, but I'm just letting you know we're we're getting we're close to the end. Uh, there's uh, we, you guys have probably seen by now a new website uh, was was put together in the last year. Uh, we're we're in the process right now of trying to kind of consolidate a few things because with with Lapine joining us, we've got one website for two locations, and we're trying to figure out how to divvy up some of the information right now. So, for instance, if you go to the sermon place, they're all mixed in. Uh, the ones from Lapine have LP next to them for now. Uh, there's duplicate sermons, so you guys might as well know that right now. If you're going to get on and listen, you might listen to the same sermon, you know, three weeks apart from each other. It'll be a little different, but it's pretty much going to be the same sermon. If you move from locations, you might get to hear the same sermon twice. Uh, it, the Lord will work it all out, but that's just part of the deal right now with the way we're doing things. Uh, but the website's a great, useful tool. The calendar's on there. The the sermons are on there. Um, you know, we don't use it a lot for, for information other than those things, but... Um, but that's uh, a work in progress still. If you have any ideas about it or questions, we're, we're working on changing a couple things to try to streamline that. And then do you want to say something? So uh, an effort to streamline communications, um, especially for some of the newer folks in Lapine, like there's just people's contact information that we don't have. And so uh, both uh, of the Facebook groups, so, so Brent mentioned we have a public page. Then we have two private groups, one for Lapine, one for Three Rivers. So in both of the groups, if, if you haven't joined them yet, join them, and, and uh, if we know who you are, we'll, we'll approve you. Um, but in both of those groups is a contact form, uh, a link that you can click uh, online to give us your information. And uh, I think I made a comment, like, we're not going to sell your information to anybody uh, or anything like that. This is for our own internal purposes. Uh, so we know your phone number, and we know your email, and we know how to get a hold of you. So even if you think we have your contact information, please do that just so we can make sure that we have the most up-to-date information. And certainly if you don't think we have your information, definitely um, submit it to us that way. Sure. Yeah, fill it out. Fill it out brand new. Don had collected a lot of that information, but it's in a different place, and this will put it all in the same spot. By the way, this is a pet peeve of mine, and I'm just going to say it. I hate this more than Comic Sans font, so you know how much that is. That was only only, only two people got that, but that's okay. Uh, when you do get one of these, an email from one of the Google Google groups, if you reply, guess who guess who gets it? Everybody gets it. And so, if especially if it's back and forth, like you know. Uh, Sometimes it's better just to reply to the person that you mean to reply to and don't reply to the whole group. Otherwise, we're, we're all getting that back and forth stuff. The big group that we're trying to create is going to be for stuff like cancellations. Like if we get, you know, buried with snow, and we want to get the word out to everybody that no church today or something like that. That's the kind of stuff, you know, big news is kind of the idea behind that. Um, the other ones we'll try to split into smaller groups. So, you know, the 50s plus group can have their own list if we want it to be that way three are or the third thursday men's group has their own list and so we'll break it down into smaller groups but the big list is going to be for you know big items just please don't reply to all thank you jordan you gonna say something about comic sans font no i know i know you're with me on this i am okay. very much um we were talking about the website for a second does everybody know that there's the online giving form on there and that you can do that recurring monthly payment thing well they do now sir all right, you, you can go clapping for that. Just just give a donation in my name and we'll be. Um, no, like on the website, there's a, you can click on um, get involved and on the give page, and there's a really secure um, 
plugin we use called DonorBox, and you can give through PayPal or with a debit card um, or whatever. And you can actually set up recurring monthly payments for your convenience, and it works really well. There's also a designation for 3R or Lapine, so yes. so it'll ask you. You have to choose. You have to choose, and if you set up recurring, you have to choose. So it'll and we'll get it to the right place. So yeah, it's a. It's, it's a, a chunk, small yeah. service fee. I it's a, think it's, it's a, like 3% it's, or something like that. It's a pretty big chunk, actually. PayPal's convenient, um, but we, they do they do, they do do whack you with a fee. So um, if if you don't want to do it that way, don't do it that way. It's kind of expensive, dude, a little bit. Okay. Maybe not to you. Depends. We pay, we pay the fee. We don't, we don't, you know, it just comes out of it. So. so I know it irritates Andrew greatly, and he'll tell you. $1,800 in fees last year from, from PayPal giving. Now, there was a lot that came in through PayPal, but that is a, that's a chunk. I don't know who is next. So David went over there. So. Is that the same, the, the contact information, the same thing I saw today? It was like a directory? Okay, so do we fill it out? Like I noticed I just put in my information, so Randy needs to put in. So it's not like before where it was fill it out for your family and do the you know, each person, individual person. Each person in your family. There is some places on there for birthdays and anniversaries and your kids and stuff. I don't think you have to fill those things out. It's it's kind of nice to know some of that so we can, you know, we're not going to send you a gift or anything, but <laughs> but we'll probably at least say happy birthday. Um, but I think you can move through the fields um, if you don't put all the information in. So nothing's required. That's what I'm trying to say. What if you're a cranky old man like me and you don't do Facebook? I don't do Facebook. I've been burned on it twice. I stay away from it. So how would you like someone such as myself to give you that information, provide it to you. We we just won't contact you. <laughs> no, that, that's a good question, and, and we did talk about it. So we, we do have some paper forms coming. We don't have them tonight, but we will have some paper forms because we know that not, not everybody uh, is online or comfortable giving their information online. So at some point in the not-too-distant future, you will see some paper forms for those of you that would prefer that. Yes, we can also put it on the website as well. So that might be another way, but we'll, if, when we do that, we'll announce it. And on that one, um, how, who will have access to that? Like, like when the information does come in. So when I do tithe reports next year, I have all of the addresses. Yes, we can make sure that you okay. can have access to okay. that. Um, generally, I, I don't know if we would publish a, a public directory for the church or if that's happened in the past, but um, you know, like I said, we're not going to sell this list to anybody, to marketers or anything that are going to send you a bunch of spam or anything like that. I just want to fill my holes. That's all. <laughs> that reminded me, by the way, um, when it comes to giving, uh, I think it's important for you guys to know we don't know uh, who gives or how much you give. Uh, the pastors don't know that. We choose not to. Uh, we feel like that needs to be between you and the Lord, and we don't ever want that to influence us in a negative way. So we try to keep that. Uh, you know, if somebody has been giving faithfully and stops, sometimes somebody will tell us, you know, hey, these guys, you know, they're mad at you or something. We might get a heads up like that because we need to know if there's a problem going on. But as far as it's all anonymous between you and the Lord, there are a few key people that we, we try to have multiple eyes on everything that we do for accountability, but we don't see it and we like it that way. There was nobody. Okay. We're getting close. We're, last one that I have, uh, two of them. One is a question about family camp. 
Um, last year we had a really nice family camp, but it's a lot to organize, and we're, we're so big now that it's hard to find a place that fits us all. We would like to do it again, but we're to the point now where unless we have people that really want to step up and organize it and also find a location, we're going to run out of time. So if family camp is something you really want to have and you're willing to do something about it, <laughs> come and talk to us. But I know a couple of the people that were involved in it last year just said it's just too much to do and, and they don't want to do it again. So it's a great thing to have if we can do it, but it takes kind of a bit of a, you know, a little bit of an army. So a lot involved. So we want to have it if you want to have it, but if we don't have the right people, we're not going to have it. So talk to us about that. And then before we uh, open it to questions, uh, we've been doing more and more uh, shirts and we're hoping to do some hats and things like that. And I know you guys have been seeing them. They've been selling like hotcakes down in Lapine because it's all new. But uh, Jordan and Marcy have been working on that quite a bit. They have an order form that is going to become available to where you can actually request the size you want, whether you want a sweatshirt or a T-shirt, what logo stuff you want on it, where you want it. Um, we're working on that so that, um, you know, it'll be a little bit more streamlined as far as the way we're going about it. So if you have any questions about that, again, Jordan can probably help you with that. That is everything on our list, unless you guys have questions that we didn't answer. I may have just missed it by being sick on a Sunday, but have we done communion yet at Lapine? Last week was oh, Sundays. <laughs> so... I'm dying from lack of communion. No, um, okay. Well, that is that. a question that, that has come up was, you know, um, are we ever going to have a communion in Lapine? Yes. And it's going to be the last Sunday of every month okay. in Lapine. Okay. So it'll just always happen then. Sorry about that. Okay, and I have a really shallow question. Um, it's really cold on Sunday mornings in the gym because it's so huge. Is there anything we can do about that? We, we got that fixed a couple of weeks ago. So there, there was a, an issue with the building and uh, the programming of the thermostats, and that's that's all good now. So if you're still cold the next time you come, let me know, but it, it should be good. That's not a shallow question. That's <laughs> like I was cold when I went there. I'm like, can I leave my coat on to preach? But yeah, it's all it's all part of the hoodie sales strategy. Yeah. That's good. Any other questions from anybody about anything? I'm exhausted. I did. Matt, imagine I did, how imagine how I feel. I did so much tonight. Um, Brent's also the guy that like like carefully, meticulously puts these lists together and like keeps track of all this stuff. So like, yeah, you can you can definitely give him a hand for that. That's nice, but it, I would be a wreck if I didn't. So it's not like yeah. it I, is selfish. I, he wouldn't I, sleep. Yeah, it's selfish. That's right. <laughs> I just want to say that like little little things like this, uh, town halls are uh, a major encouragement for me as a pastor to know the, that we have a small, humble congregation uh, and and to hear about how many people are involved in just stuff that makes um, the church happen, ministries happen, uh, just your hearts towards each other for service, for the lost, for the community is like is like a major shot in the arm. Um, it makes me praise God. Um, it's an honor to, to, to get to pastor you guys and, and, um, to get to be a part of this deal with you. So, um, and, and that's glory to God, not you, but like, I want you to know how much like this, this little thing tonight is like super encouraging. That's part of why I just, I just enjoyed sitting back and saying, just hearing, just seeing all the people that are doing stuff. So anyway, um, keep it up, keep running the race.
I do want to encourage you guys because I know that there's a lot changing right now, and you may have some concerns or some questions that you didn't want to voice tonight. Uh, what we find sometimes is we people will go and talk to each other about these things. Guys, come talk to us. You know, we're 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 unsure about some stuff right now. It's kind of weird the things that are changing, and yet. We're just seeing God doing some amazing things. Just to hear some of the reports tonight about what's going on. You know, this church has been here for a long time now, you know, nine years. I guess that's not that long, but compared to Lapine. And, and, you know, sometimes you can feel like we're just in this kind of maintenance mode or whatever. But there's still a lot happening that's, that's exciting. There's more seats available on Sunday mornings here than there were a few months back. And we have an opportunity, again, to reach out into that community. So I hope you guys kind of rise to that occasion and, and start talking to your friends and neighbors and the people. And, you know, I just heard somebody say, new couple moved down here, and they're, they're getting invited to church already, and that's exciting. So keep praying for us. Keep praying for the ministries and all the people that are working so tirelessly here. Um, God's still just doing amazing things in our midst, and, and we want to make sure that we give credit where credit's due. It's not, it's not us. You know, it's not you. It's him. But he is pleased to use us collectively as a, as a group. And we got a great group. We really do. So praise God. Thank you guys for coming out on a Friday night and hanging out with us when you could have sat in your cozies and, you know, watched something. I don't know what. But, yeah. Okay. Terry's going to pray us out of here. We just had a vote. <laughs> you, you wanted to know how it works? That's how it works right there. <laughs> Let's pray. Lord, we are grateful as we uh, just uh, gossip, Lord, about the things that you're doing, um, things that we see, things that, that get attention, things that don't get much attention, but we still see you at work and all of our hearts are encouraged by that. And Lord, it's, it's, it's wonderful to get to be a part of your body um, that you have called to be the cutting edge on reaching a lost world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and Father, for all the machinery and all the things it takes to make this happen, uh, all the jobs to do and all the the tasks that need to be uh, looked over, and and all the all the people that you stimulate, Lord, to uh, to to um, to enter into those tasks, Lord, the people that you give a heart to serve, uh, Lord, we just want to ask that we do it in your power, uh, that we do it uh, for your glory. And, uh, Lord, that uh, you would work the work that you have designed um, from before the world began to work through us in this place. And we give you thanks and the praise for all of it. In Jesus' name, amen.